0: everyone and welcome to episode seven of Hot Chocolate. This is a podcast all about young people and our perspectives on what's hot in the world. And because what's hot in the world is COVID-19, today's episode has no guest, it's just me. Um and this is my quarantine QA. I'm just gonna be talking about whatever people ask me to talk about, because I put on Instagram one of those little question stickers. So I said ask me something you've always wanted to know and I will answer it on my podcast. So here we are and we're just gonna jump right into it. My first question is from my sister. She wants to know why I'm so scared of bugs and I really don't have a solid answer. I don't know why I'm scared of bugs. I have never liked them and I still don't I've gotten better over time, which is good as I've gotten older, but I really just don't like them. Small ones that don't fly or anything I can deal with. Um, I can't do spiders. I can do like really teeny tiny ones that fine, but yeah, I'm really bad with spiders, things that fly. Normally indoors. Outdoors, not nearly as bad, Like bees, like they'll like buzz in your ear and it'll be like annoying, but it doesn't scare me. It used to. Wasps, I still hate them. Wasps can choke, but yeah. um, I don't really have a specific event that I could pinpoint or like a traumatic thing that happened to me involving a bug, but I just have never liked them and I don't think I ever will. Um, So that's the answer for that one. My skincare routine. Tara asked what my skincare routine is. Uh, Shout out Tara. She was my last guest um, in my Black History Month episode. So if you haven't listened, you should go listen to it. It's a good time if you ask me. Um, Tara asked what my skincare routine is. And I will say that I just changed it kind of with the seasons. But right now, my current skincare routine in the morning is um, Cetaphil Cleanser. I use the Gentle Skin Cleanser and I got a little exfoliating mitt thing and I put the cleanser on there and I just kind of scrub in because I wanted to get something cheaper than a spin brush. So yeah, I do that. And then I use the Cetaphil Lotion as my moisturizer and that's my go-to. I use it every day, face and body. It's great. I highly recommend it. In the evenings, I use Dove Soap when I'm in the shower and moisturize with Cetical Cleanser. Uh, Before, I was using Clean and Clear Morning Burst, um, the Thayer's Witch Hazel Rose Toner, and then the lotion in the morning. My evening hasn't changed, but I switched because my face was getting really dry. Especially with the winter and all that harsh conditions, all that stuff. So I changed to the Cetaphil cleanser. It's been good, no complaints. So yeah, and I don't use the toner anymore. Um, That was because of something I read once, but yeah. So that's my skincare routine and my previous skincare routine. Next question comes from Dominic and he asked, who's my favorite on the FCASC board? And because I'm not one to start drama, um, I'm not gonna answer that. So yeah, I I, I can't pick a favorite. So yeah, there's the, actually, wait, my favorite on the FCASC board is our advisor, Mr. Brown. There we go. There's my answer. Um, next question. What do you want to pursue in college slash after college? In college, my intended major is political science and government. And I also want to study economics somewhere, whether it's a minor or a double major or any kind of thing. And then do all that, but on a pre-law track. And then hopefully go to law school afterwards. Um, specialize in human rights law. As of right now, that's kind of where my heart is. And after school, do work on the legal slash legislative side of, um, I guess, justice and equality reforms in this country, just because there is a long standing history of ill treatment of certain people in this country that I mean, I guess like of minorities in general. So, yeah, I just want to be part of the people who work to change that um, in the laws in this country and the uh, the systematic practices, because that's really where a lot of um, prejudice and bias finds its way into people's lives. And that's kind of the real danger of it, is in the systemic discrimination and things like that. So yeah, that's what I want to do in college and after college. And yeah, so this next question comes from my aunt. Comes from my auntie Marion, my beloved auntie Marion. And she asks, who's my favorite aunt in town? And you know, I think I'm gonna plead the fifth on that one. Um yeah. No comment. She and I, she and I know, but I plead the fifth. Okay. <laughs> Okay, next question. How did you get leadership positions in so many clubs? Well, I currently, I guess, yeah, I'm still within my terms. Um, I'm president of Student Government Association at my school, and I'm also the vice president of the French club at my school. And um, I've been on the executive board for SGA since freshman year. I've held four executive positions. And this is my second year as vice president of French Club. And I think the key to that, I mean, for me personally, what I've done is just find something that I'm truly involved in and stick with it and show interest kind of um, showing my face, showing up to events, volunteering my time, donating what I can and really just being present. I think that dedication goes a long way especially if you stick to one thing or a couple things in particular rather than trying to have a little hand in everything. And then I definitely have seen this pattern, especially at our school, when you have like juniors and seniors when it's time to start building a resume, people really want to now hold leadership positions that they can say, look what I've done, look what titles I've held. And I think for me, it wasn't so much about chasing the title. It was about being genuinely interested in what that organization does for our school or um, the group of people that participate in a certain activity. So um, yeah, for me, just I've gotten there by being involved, being dedicated. um, And I mean, it doesn't hurt that um, I don't know. Um, I completely forgot where I was going with that. Oh, yeah. Just um, be nice, be respectful, be a person that people want to be around. I mean, I'm sure that's not really like a a secret or anything. But, yeah, definitely just trying to be as pleasant as possible. And being agreeable, being a team player, those kind of intangible things. Um, But, yeah, I think that's how I have gotten leadership positions. Um, And, honestly, I'm not – lying i did not really like join sga for sga i joined it so i could put it on my resume but i've stuck with it and been so involved in all of my positions because i really fell in love with the student government realm and everything and the people that i met and the work that they do and that's part of a big part of why i want to do what i want to do in the future um so yeah i think I think that answers the question. Hopefully it answers the question. And yeah, my next question is why are you so driven? And this is kind of a loaded question Um, and it's definitely got layers to it. So I think initially like starting out very young, my drive just came from wanting to do well for my parents and because they set very high expectations for me. And I realize now that they set those expectations because they saw my potential. And, you know, honestly, elementary, middle school, it was just kind of like, yeah, I'm getting straight A's just to show my parents that I can get straight A's and just so that they're proud of me. In high school, I would say, especially junior and senior year, I kind of started working hard and trying to succeed for myself. Because I had proven to myself already, I'm like, yeah, well, I can, quote unquote, be the best for someone else's standards. So why not be the best for myself? And that drive is just me wanting to succeed in pretty much everything I do. It's my perfectionist nature. Um, So yeah, that's, that's why I'm driven. And sitting where I am right now, it's definitely paid off to be driven, Um, especially with college apps and all of that, all my decisions um, have been great. (laughs) Um, And that drive, and as difficult as it can be at times, and times when I feel like I may have spread myself too thin or I might be working myself kind of into the ground, all of that, There comes a time when I just get to look back once I'm done with whatever particularly difficult thing I've accomplished or like right now, kind of at the end of a really big part of my education, basically like hitting adulthood and all that. I can say that my drive will continue to be fueled by the fact that I can look back and say that I did something and I did it really well. And I got the result that I wanted and that I put the work in for. So yeah, I think that's why I'm driven. It's just because of um, my self-standards and um, the successes that I've had so far. Okay, next question um, comes from one of my very good friends. Love her. She says, you have a podcast, Amazing I Wanted. And Linnea, we can absolutely like do like a Skype thing. You could call in, we could do an episode together. It'd be super fun. We could speak in French. Um, Well, you could school me in French, um, all that. But yeah, thanks for, thanks for reaching out. Um, Yeah, just a cute little note that I loved seeing. Okay, next question. Why are politics based on hatred for the two parties equally? And well this question is definitely beyond me it's not like a like a zoe directed question like all the other ones have been but i can say that there's definitely some people who regard politics as hatred for the two parties equally um you definitely want to get a second opinion on this but for me and a lot of the people that i know and a lot of the Uh, opinions I've seen, people um, base their politics on what they value and their belief systems and the things that they want to see out of government and I don't know if it's necessarily hatred for the two parties equally for the masses, it might be for you, it might be for the people close to you, but I know from myself and my friends, my family, it's about values And it is that way for a lot of people, and that's probably why we're so polarized right now, especially just with how it's structured, how the government is structured and how elections go. You put one person forward to represent your party out of the the two major parties that we see um, contending for positions and things like that. And it's all a very like personality-based thing on top of being value-based. So, I don't know, maybe your hatred for the two parties equally is not necessarily for the parties, but for the people they've put forward in the past couple years and talking uh, specifically with presidential candidates. But yeah, for me, it's values-based. Um, that's my best guess as to um, why politics are that way as you see it. I am certainly not an expert on this yet. Um, come back in 10 years, maybe, and I could give you a better answer. Um, Would you branch out to have different people apart from your friend group on there? This is 100% a yes. When I started this podcast, the goal was to talk to as many people as I could about hot topics, about controversial things, about things that we might not feel comfortable talking about in other settings. And I just have been wanting to open that dialogue and as of right now i've had my friends my family members on here because it's been easy to reach them and they're accessible and hey can you swing by my house for an hour is so easy for them it's really not even like it's not a thing they just come over we chat and it gets posted um so i'm definitely opening i'm definitely open to having other people on my podcast that's kind of the goal and especially as i go to college that's something i really want to be able to do is just talk to a lot of new people and get people who don't think the same way I do. Um, like I said, it's been purely ease at this point. And also I've surrounded myself with like-minded people. So there hasn't really been like a huge um, like dissent or any sort of like no one that's been on here that thinks so far away from the way that I think. But, yeah, I'm 100% open to it. If anybody wants to be on here, let me know because I'm always looking for new guests and things like that. And, um, yeah, I'm totally open. So these next couple questions came from my BTU fam. I love you guys so much. Um, That's my Bienvenue Tulane University people. Um, And their questions are kind of quarantine-related questions. But... The first one is, um, what have you been doing (laughs) during your quarantine? And for me, it's been a whole range of things. Um, Right now, I'm podcasting. Um, Pretty much steadily throughout break, I've been working out, which is super great. I'm so happy that I can say that. Um, Because I love to hate to love to work out. I do it when I can. And now that I have all this time in the world, I'm really glad that I have a serious schedule for that. So yeah, if anybody is interested, I'm doing Chloe Ting's two week shred. It's brutal, but I just say to myself all the time that I don't think I will ever have this chunk of time to work out like this again. So I'm taking advantage of that. Um, And to set off working out, I'm eating and cooking all the time. It's honestly, it's been a lot of fun to be cooking. I don't think I ever, like, during school had the time to cook as much as I do. I made, like, steak and sweet potatoes and green beans yesterday, and it was awesome. Um, so, yeah, cooking, eating, podcasting, working out. I've been keeping up with my notes for AP Comparative, doing Mr. Apture Proud, <laughs> and um, staying up to date with that. We haven't officially started online classes, that's coming up in this next week. Um, I'm really lucky to not have a whole bunch of super academic classes this semester. It's been pretty pretty light on the workload side, but yeah, just keeping up with that. I'll be probably doing more schoolwork in the coming days. I've been watching TV, I can't lie, Um, getting caught up on things that I fell behind on because that's how I value TV, (laughs) I guess um yeah for anyone who cares i've been watching on my blog. finished it currently watching all american caught up with season three four this is us whichever one is the current one i'm caught up all the way so if anybody wants to talk about how absolutely awful that show is and how beautiful it is i'm here um so yeah that's it and oh i've been reading i'm currently reading becoming by michelle obama finally getting around to it love that book So yeah that's how i've been spending my time and um also talking to friends when i can just chatting seeing how everyone's doing uh next question this one actually came from my mom but it's super similar to the last one what have you learned during this break um i've learned that i can occupy a lot of time i can sleep for a while that's another thing i've been doing is sleeping um Yeah, I've just learned how much I love to do that. Um, I've learned, especially with this whole exercise bit, that I can self-motivate myself. It might be like pulling teeth, but if there's something that I really want to do, I will set my mind to it and I'll do it, no matter how much it sucks along the way. Um, What else? I've learned that we don't need to eat takeout all that much. I've been making do with what we've got. yeah, music is great. Friends are great. I've learned that I will never take going outside for granted again, or I will try my best not to. Going out to check the mail like a couple times a week is like exhilarating. I'm trying to do my best to stay home as much as I can, so we can hashtag flatten the curve. But um, I've been in the house, bored in the house, in the house bored. Um, but yeah, I've learned a lot about I wait, <laughs> sorry, I've learned a lot about myself and um, my characteristics in terms of like I said, self-motivating. I really do have a lot of interests. I'm bored but I'm always doing something at the same time and filling up the, the time that I have. Um, so yeah, I mean I guess that's what I've learned about myself. I've also learned that as much as I am an introvert, I do like to go out sometimes. I recharge by myself, but I also need to be around other people at some point. I think that's I think those are the big takeaways. And the last question, which is, uh, what what a way to end. Um, how do you feel about being out of school and having kind of the whole world flipped upside down during your senior year? It's crazy. It's so wild. There's no one other than my fellow seniors, maybe seniors in college, but really seniors in high school who can attest to something like this, at least not during their lifetime. It's so strange, especially like being in high school, having older friends who are seniors and watching them have their, you know, last AP exams and, you know, having their. Last day of school, going to prom, graduating. And for us right now, we may or may not be having prom and graduation. School is closed through April 24th right now. That's extended an additional four weeks from where it was previously. So it could continue. We could be out of school just for the rest of the year like a lot of people are. So there's definitely it's definitely bittersweet. I've enjoyed my time at home and I didn't think I would say this, but I'm so ready to go back to waking up at 7.30 and not 7.30, being at school at 7.30, waking up at six, even sitting in that morning traffic, all of that. I miss it a lot. Um, I'm still trying to stay as optimistic as I can. And I'm hoping that we have prom it's set for like mid to late may i don't remember the exact date it's either like the 16th or the 22nd or something like that but um i love prom prom would be tight but above all else i really want to experience graduation and all of that um, so yeah everything being kind of up in the air has me feeling a little bit uneasy although in the grand scheme of things i definitely have it better than some people we really, like, might end up going back to school. I'm not ruling it out. Um, and, and I'm not ruling it out because our governor is handling it like an absolute champ. But outside of that, like, I'm handling it a lot better than I know spring athletes are. And for some people, that's just so incredibly tough. And I know especially at our school, we are, like, it's lacrosse season. It's outdoor track season. Baseball, softball, all that. Like, we... I know athletes have worked so hard and to not have a senior season, I can't relate to it, but I definitely feel for them. I'm super like, lucky to have had such a great senior season with a great group of girls um, in the fall with my volleyball team. And I really feel like my heart goes out to all of the seniors who like, had their last day. With their team, their last practice, their last scrimmage, last game, whatever. And they didn't know that it was, like, the last time they were going to be with them. But, yeah, this is definitely, like, so absolutely wild. I'm trying my best to hang in there. I know everyone else is trying their best to hang in there. I'm staying inside so that hopefully, maybe, just maybe, we can be back out wild. Have, a like, one last good hurrah as the class of 2020 um but yeah never know but that's that's been my hope that's been my prayer all that and um that brings us to the end of the questions that is close enough to half an hour I don't want to talk your ear off but um yeah this has been my quarantine Q&A um be sure to share it if you want to um I hope you guys had a good time listening Hope you learned a little bit about me. I am looking for people to come and be on the show once this whole social distancing thing is over. And um, yeah, just let me know. Reach out to me. I'm super happy to talk to anyone, talk to anybody, anyone. I couldn't pick one. Um, but yeah, um, stay inside if you can. Reach out to your friends. Talk to someone because everyone's looking for someone to talk to. Um, Yeah, reach out, be a good neighbor, be a good friend, be a good sister, brother, whatever. Um, And yeah, thank you all for listening, and um, you can share this and follow me on Spotify and Anchor and all that, and keep sipping. Talk to you guys later. Bye.